Welcome to the 60 Plus Podcast. I'm Janet. And I'm Joe. How are you today, Janet? I'm great. It's Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, Janet. Happy Valentine's Day, Joe. Thank you. Thank you. I hope love is in the air for you. I almost started singing. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> no, not going to do it. <laughs> that, that's you're stealing my show. <laughs> what are we going to talk about today, Janet? Well, you know, it's interesting because we've been kind of talking about relationships, right, this last couple of times in lieu of Valentine's Day. And we thought it was just going to be a two-part series. But then I thought maybe we should have a three-part series on this because the first one was about being single after 60 finding love again. And then the second part, we had Sheila and Pete on talking about their 33-year-old marriage and, you know, still being married and in love. And so today, what I wanted to do was focus on self-love. What do you mean by self-love? So how do we take care of ourselves? How do we love ourselves? And there are, it's actually it's an interesting statistic I was reading about how self-esteem steadily declines after the age of 60. And so I think for our age group that this may actually be a practical challenge for us, right? So we have to find ways to feel good about ourselves. Well, I think that's the 60 plus age group that doesn't listen to the 60 plus podcast. Right, because listening to a podcast is one of the number one things you can do. Well, listening to the 60 plus podcast. <laughs> exactly. My thoughts. <laughs> so really what this podcast is going to be, this episode is going to be about focusing on self and self-love. And not selfish, just no, self. No, 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 no. I did come across this article, CBT Psychology, which is, stands for Cognitive Behavioral Therapy. And it was just an article about loving yourself after age 60. And it had a bunch of, you know, thoughts about that. So I thought maybe we'd just kind of kick that around. See, what do you think? Okay, sounds good to me. The first thing that they said is stay socially connected. And we've talked about this before, how important friendship is. And one of the things that they mention is that staying connected generates oxytocin, which is a hormone. That makes That's one of the good ones, right? That's a good one. Yeah, not Oxycontin. No, we're not no, talking about no, that. No, we're not talking about no, that. No, 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 no. So overall, Valentine's Day can be a celebration of your friends. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And I actually came across a different article. We actually do a little bit of preparation before we... I know, we do, guys. And this is from the National Institute of Mental Health. And staying connected is one of the things that they recommend as well. Mm-hmm. And it's... Uh, reach out to your friends or family members who can provide emotional support and practical help. And also there's that whole thing about Galentine's Day. That's February 13th. Okay, I had never heard of Galentine's Day. Even well, though, Even though I was a Parks and Rec fan. Really? I'd never heard of Galentine's Day until we were doing our show prep. Yeah, one of my friends, I had never heard about it too, but it was a couple of years ago, one of my friends brought it up and we had like a Galentine's party and it was fun, you know, because I mean, actually, if you think about our age group, we had come across this statistic a couple of weeks ago. Um, I had just I had a tough time saying statistics. I had a job <laughs> one time shush, shush, shush. where I had to stay, say very frequently, 
statistically significant. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, that's hard, a tough one. Go ahead, try. That t- statistically yeah. significant. Oh, you did very well. Thank seashells, you. seashells, seashells. <laughs> uh, I don't know. By the seashore. Yeah. So one of the stats was that after the age of after 65, 21% of men are single. 49% of women are single. That right? comes from the Pew Research Center. Yeah. And so maybe this whole idea of Valentine's Day is is focused on women, and, and maybe that's the practical reason for it. But the other statistic that I thought was interesting... What did you do on Valentine's Day when you celebrated? What, what? Oh, I think we just like drank a lot of wine and... <laughs> silly and i don't did know your we nails and like a, we did like a thing where you wrote like what you admired about people and we put it in a pile and we read them or something i don't know it was, I, don't know I, I came across an article on goodrx.com mm-hmm. and actually naming five positive attributes of someone else was one of the things that they oh, said so that's what we did that's what you did yeah see we intuitively knew what to do but 98 percent of women have a best friend did you know that no. Yeah. So I what don't about know. Well, what about men? men? I don't know. What do you think? I think it's more or less. Well, it would be hard to be more. Yeah. I, I would say probably less. Yeah. I mean, we don't get together on Valentine's Day and do our nails and write. <laughs> Nobody said on. anything about doing nails, Joe. Well, can I just imagine? Yeah, Was there a pillow you're fight? Doing gender stereotypes <laughs> right there. We were in our pajama. No. <laughs> Best playing records. <laughs> so staying connected, right? And, you know, that getting that warm, fuzzy feeling of love through friendship. Nothing it, wrong with that. Nothing wrong with friendship. No. Nothing, no, friendship no, we is We like a good friendship. Thing. Friendship's good. It is. Yeah, so love is everywhere, and it comes in many forms. Number two was learn a new skill. So when you, uh, yeah, when you're capable of learning new things and you feel a sense of accomplishment and it spurs your curiosity and engages you in something new and that helps to raise your self-esteem. Well, I mean, I, I think there a lot of times, what's, what's the expression, idle, idle hands are the devil's work or something like that. Idle hands, I, but, idle minds. Yeah, <laughs> if, if, you're, if you're engaging your mind in something else, yeah. It's positive. It's a positive thing. Yeah. yeah. No, and I love doing this. I, I mean, I'm always trying to learn new things, and, and I, I think it's fun. We're still learning how to do a podcast. Yeah. That was new for us this year. But I took archery lessons this year. I learned how to shoot a bow and arrow. I didn't know that. Just in time for Cupid. How, how did you do? Uh, I did well. I got my first pin. And for those of people who have shot a Whenever they might know what the significance of that is. What is the significance of it? So <laughs> you forget, don't let you? Let <laughs> me remember. So it was, oh gosh, it was a pin shoot. It's called a pin shoot. Huh? And you have to get a certain score, meaning you have to get close to the ball. Is this like a yellow belt in karate where like you show up for three lessons and yeah, you get one? You have yeah. to get, no, you have no, you have to get a certain score and then you get okay. a, your first pin. So I got my first pin. Okay, you were pinned. I was pinned. It's like high school. <laughs> it was very in the exciting. 50s. <laughs> but I don't know. To me, it was very empowering, too. Really? It's like, yeah. What were you shooting at? A target. Okay. <laughs> I was going for the bullseye, Joe. <laughs> okay. Did you hit it? Um, I got close. I got close. I don't think close really counts. Close. I don't think close but counts. But it was quite a distance, too, because we start, whether it's close, pretty close up, but then the, I think it was like... Let's say 100 feet, maybe. Okay. Yeah. 
So anyway, it was fun. That was different and new. And, you know, I like doing that kind of stuff. It does make you feel new. It makes you feel new. Yeah, okay. brand new. Okay. So that was a good a tip, I think. Here's my favorite. Challenge negative self-talk and practice self-compassion. All right. So that's kind of hard for some people to do, right? It's hard for a lot of people. Who's your biggest critic? Everybody's their own biggest mm -hmm. critic, right? I wasn't saying you in particular. Yeah. I was yeah. the royal you. Right. So I'll never forget hearing this. And I've repeated this many times to people. It's this sort of visualization that if the voice in your head, that critical voice in your head, if that was your roommate and you were sitting on a couch with you, <laughs> what would you do? And what would you say to that roommate? I'll cover the rent on my own. You're out of here. <laughs> yeah. See ya. <laughs> like tell my daughter this, you know, be your own best friend, be your own best mother, whatever. Make sure that that voice is supportive and loving and caring. Don't beat yourself up. Mm, to a degree. Sometimes you need a little kick in the pants, too. Well, yeah, but you don't be like, oh, my God, you're so stupid. <laughs> Is that the voice you hear in your head? Yeah, my voice talks like this. <laughs> it's really I forgot tough. you're from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, my voice is from New Jersey. <laughs> no, but there was this video that we saw, right? It was Dr. Kristen or Kristen Neff. And I guess she has a lot of, because um, she's from this um, cognitive behavioral therapy psychologist. And she was saying, think about it like if you had a friend who was in trouble, you would practice compassion, right? You would notice that they were suffering. You would respond with kindness and care. And yet you would remember that, you know, suffering is part of the human experience. And you might remind them that you're going to, you know, you're going to get through this, blah, blah, blah. You're strong. You can handle this. So you want to say those same things to yourself. Okay. Yeah. Out loud? Well, you could if you need to. Some people say, go look in the mirror and go, you are awesome. Who is, who is, <laughs> who is that character on Saturday Night Live? Stuart Smalley. Stuart Smalley. <laughs> because gosh darn it, you're, you're good, good enough. enough and people like you. <laughs> so what do you think? I mean, this is all kind of thinking positive thoughts, right. Try, trying to stay on the right track. Don't go down the rabbit hole yeah. of, yeah. I'm yeah. not good enough. I'm, I'm not worthy. Not worthy. <laughs> um, one of the things that I came with from the Good RX article that I saw, mm -hmm. and this is a way that uh, I think a lot of people do go down that bad rabbit hole. Take a break from social media. Mm. Yeah, because you're comparing yourself to others. Either you're comparing yourself to others who are probably lying about their lives. Right. Or they're saying something negative and it's bringing you down. That, I mean, there's not really a lot of yeah. good stuff on social media. It's kind of, I call it anti-social media sometimes. Yeah. Can I come up with another activity for self? Yes, there? please. One that will ring true to uh, faithful 60-plus podcast listeners. Take a yoga class. Take a yoga class. Mm -hmm. It's great. Well, they say move, right? Like mm -hmm. move. That's always going to make you feel better. Again, getting those endorphins. Yoga is so good for so many things, and we know that now, right? We do. Thanks to Ashley. Yes. Yeah. And then another one that I came across was practice gratitude. I also like this one. My daughters do this. Mm -hmm. I don't fully understand it. Okay. So here's the thing. If you just think about things that you're grateful for, I don't care how insignificant it seems, you cannot 
have negative thoughts while you're practicing gratitude. It's impossible. All right. So I have gratitude that I have milk in the refrigerator. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I've got milk in the refrigerator. That's great. I can put it on oh. my cereal tomorrow morning. Woohoo! I just remembered I forgot to buy milk. <laughs> well, you know, you can think about your family that you're grateful for, your health, hopefully, if you're feeling healthy, things like that. Or just like this morning, I woke up and I opened up the curtains and it was this beautiful pink sky and it was reflecting off of the marsh grasses. There's a little bit of a frost. Mm-hmm. It's so beautiful. I just like stood there and looked at it. And you I do live in an especially well, picturesque, I am lucky location. and I'm very grateful you, for you, that. Do you practice gratitude I, about I where you do, live? I do. And that was the first thing that was my first thought this morning. And it could be a very simple thing. It could be a pet. It could be your cup of coffee in the morning. Yeah, I'm so grateful. I'm for my- grateful for my coffee in the morning. And do you know that sometimes I put my half and half, I make a little heart on it. Do you? <laughs> or a little smiley face. Or <laughs> you put a J in the heart? Sometimes, you know, looks like however I'm feeling, you know, it's a little indulging moment. Okay. All right. Self-love. Okay. The little heart in the coffee. That's that's an interesting one. Okay. So practicing latte art is uh, one of yes. Janet's. And I do make hearts for other people, too. Oh, do you? Yeah. Who are you making coffee for, Janet? Well, that is a personal <laughs> question, isn't it, Joe? I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. I do not kiss and tell. <laughs> are we moving on from self-gratitude, Janet? Yes, yes. Let's move. And I told you before when we were doing show prep that I actually did this recently, and it had a surprisingly positive impact on my day. Oh, God. Here we go. Organize a drawer or a room in your house. Oh, my God. These are like Excel spreadsheets. (laughs) (laughs) Joe likes Excel spreadsheets. I do like Excel spreadsheets. Organizing drawers and having milk in his refrigerator. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a very simple person, Janet. (laughs) Uh, no, I organized a drawer in in a buffet in my dining room mm-hmm. that had been bugging me for months. Wow. It really had. Wow. And you know what it made me do? Open the drawer more? No, it made me organize a cabinet in my bathroom. <gasps> it's contagious. It, it really made, every time I open that cabinet, I, I my, okay. my mood improves yeah, just so, a little bit. And you know what? This is the whole point of this. It's like, whatever it is that, you know, jazzes you up and makes you feel happy and positive figure out what it is and do it you can come over and organize my draws too (laughs) no it doesn't work that way okay you gotta do it yourself all right okay speaking of jazz Mm -hmm. there's a lot of about music listening to music oh yeah creating a playlist makes such the world a difference i saw some live music last night uh Mm -hmm. at a a favorite uh, music venue of mine and I came out of there in such a good mood. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Really, I mean, I, I wasn't in a bad mood going in. Right. But I came out and I, I, I felt like right. a little buzzed. Yeah. You know, when I'm home and I turn on some music, I get dancing a little bit, you know, and automatically completely changes and brightens your moods. Have I told you when I dance? <clears throat> when you're cooking. When I'm cooking. That's why yes. I'm not going to eat at your house. <laughs> I do, no, I do dance kidding. when I cook. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Me too. Uh, especially if I've had a glass of wine. <laughs> On Galentine's Day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those hips get moving. You know, I said something about Parks and Rec in reference to Galentine's Day and never really tied it back to why I mentioned Parks and Rec. Parks and Recreation, the, the TV show. Oh, yeah. They invented 
Valentine's Day. I know. That's what I was just reading, right? Yeah. Or it's you kind were of, reading it. One of us. I think it was it. from Wikipedia. Yeah. Well, uh, and we I, can I, all trust that source. So, well, <laughs> I, I don't think they're lying about Valentine's Day. No, but, but it, it took hold, didn't it? Yeah. It's kind of like Festivus was created by Seinfeld. Oh, what is that? Festivus. You don't know about Festivus? No, I don't. Yeah, a lot of problems with you people. <laughs> you don't know? You don't know Festivus? No, I forget. Oh, Festivus. I'm going to have to watch Seinfeld again. George's, George's father was trying to find a toy at Christmas time, and it was a very popular toy that year, and somebody grabbed the last one off the shelf ahead of him. And it became this thing where there was the airing of grievances on Festivus. It's, <laughs> people that know Seinfeld know it well. Okay. Uh, there's an aluminum pole instead of a Christmas tree. It's, it's, it's very funny. And, I uh, take your word for it. Okay. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm, I'm grateful for Seinfeld. I'm moving on to the <laughs> next. I'm grateful for Seinfeld. There you go. See? Milk and Seinfeld. Milk and Seinfeld. So the next one is Indulge Yourself. I've got another favorite one of mine. Indulge Yourself. Is that dark chocolate sitting in front of you, mm, Janet? I indulge myself every day. Buy yourself a gift. Listen to music. Mm-hmm. Music. Um, shower and bathe and crystals. <laughs> Crystals, <laughs> whatever those things are called, bubbles. You mean bath salts or whatever? Okay, you know what I'm talking about. I really don't. I shower with Safeguard soap. Yeah, do you know what I do? I buy myself flowers. I can buy myself flowers. <laughs> Write my name in the sand. I right. can love my special guest Miley Cyrus here on the, local, the sixty plus podcast. Now Janet has sung now. Take myself dancing. I don't. I don't even know this song. She just won a Grammy. Okay. Her first. I'm grateful for that. <laughs> yeah, I'm grateful to Miley Cyrus. I think that mes- uh, message on that song is great. So anyway, okay. yes, indulge yourself. Again, don't deny yourself. Don't, be, don't let that little voice in your head go, you don't need to do that. That's indulgent. Yes, do it. Take like, time for yourself. Like what? Like buying yourself flowers. Whatever it is, whatever it is, again, it could be personal, organizing a draw. That might be indulging to you. That's okay. Nobody's judging, mm-hmm. right? And nobody's looking. So do what makes you happy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, well. Have a spa day. A spa day. Mm, massage. Again, I've never had a professional massage. Mm-hmm. Love it. I have a friend that's trying to convince me, though. Yeah. Yeah, well, in, in addition know. to me, in addition to you, another yeah. friend, uh, actually two other friends, yeah, two, both listeners. Yep. Here's a silly one, and I've actually done this without knowing years ago. It was a very stressful time. I was in graduate school. A friend of mine lived down the street. It was exam time. It was extremely stressful, and needed something to kind of break the stress. Mm-hmm. And this is on the good RX list of things to do. Mm-hmm. Blow bubbles. Well, bubbles, I'm not like even bubble gum? No, 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 like soap bubbles. Oh. In the, you know, the... the, the well, little... in the bathtub. Well, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell you, it, it worked like a charm. It really? Ju- it was silly enough. It was very childlike and mm-hmm. almost as good as organizing a drawer, but not quite. Right. Somewhere between building a really good Excel spreadsheet <laughs> oh, God. and so, organizing a drawer. But you mentioned childhood child and you know it's that inner child right gosh i don't want to get too deep here but you know that inner child could still be wounded you know that's like 
childhood trauma and all this stuff that leads to, you know, negative uh, thoughts and behaviors. And, um, you know, you want to take care of that child. So, yeah, maybe going back to what made you happy as a kid. It's not too late. Do it again. Go roller skating. Go roller skating. Blow bu- I'm, I'm not kidding. Blowing bubbles was, it got us through that exam. I, I believe it. It really did. I believe did. it. It sounds silly. I'm coming up with all the silly, silly things. Silly is good. Uh, I like silly. Uh, some other good things. Get outside. Yeah, get we are, we've talked about this before, right? Get away from the screens. Moving your body, seeing the world, going someplace new, feeding that curiosity. That's all good. Mm-hmm. And when all else fails, seek professional help. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Well, no, they do say that. I mean, it's like you're really struggling, clearly. Oh, of course. But you know what's interesting is they also said, listen to an inspirational podcast. I know. I came up with it. I came up with that in my list too, goodrx.com. Yeah. Listen to an inspirational podcast. Do you think that 60 plus podcasts would qualify? I hope so. I really, really do. Because, you know, I, that's that was the whole purpose of why we started doing this, right? So it's to inspire, to inform, entertain, and we certainly hope that we've done that today as well. I think today I'm noticing how many of the things that we've already covered in the last 28 episodes Mm -hmm. kind of circling around and coming Mm. back into this whole topic of of self-care. Yeah, how important it is. It really is. Don't forget National Institutes of Mental Health. Yeah. Again, I'm going back to, to that website. Get regular exercise. We've talked about that. Mm-hmm. Eat healthy, regular meals and stay hydrated. Mm-hmm. That's something I don't do enough. I don't stay hydrated well enough. But it is part of self-care. Yeah. It is. Mm-hmm. Make sleep a priority. Oh, yeah. I have no problem. So with, important. So I have important. no problem with that. Well, I know a lot of people who, who struggle with that, you know, that sleeping, getting through the night, you know, waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to get back to sleep. You know, that's a real struggle for some people. And, you know, maybe we need to have an episode about that. But... I think that's a good idea. I, yeah. I do have a few friends that, that struggle with sleep. Mm-hmm. That's a good idea. Maybe we should do a podcast, uh, a podcast episode on sleep and how Promoting to sleep. Yeah. So what else have we got for, about self-care? Because it is Valentine's day. A lot of these things are dark things. Chocolate. That, dark chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tr- I'm just trying to do that. Like, <laughs> you know, you know what I had last night while I was listening to the music that I went to listen to? Yeah. I had a piece of chocolate cake with a glass of red wine. Oh, that is a great combination. Isn't that? It's a very surprising. Such a good combination. I have introduced a lot of people to chocolate and red wine. And mm, a good cab with before, dark chocolate. Mm. Before they had it, they were like, that doesn't sound like it would go well together. Oh, no. Come to mama. Really? <laughs> so that's a way to indulge yourself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a little bit of alcohol in moderation. Yes. It's an indulgent, an yes. indulgence. I mean, I just came off a dry January, and by the How'd way, that go? I made it. You made it? All 31 days. There's 32 days. In, no. <laughs> 31 days in January. All 28 days. No. no. I made it all the way through, and I've been drinking mezcal ever since. Uh. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. No, oh. I, um, I actually discovered that I really don't want that much anymore. Like, it's because my sleep... Speaking of sleep, that's probably one of the biggest tips, right? Don't mm-hmm. drink alcohol before you go to bed. It disrupts your sleep. 
So sleeping has been great. And of course, when you're sleeping great, you're also dreaming more. Should we wrap up, Janet? We should wrap up, Joe. All right. Thanks for being with us today. If you like what you heard, please follow us and share the 60 Plus podcast with someone in your life who might enjoy it. Thanks for listening. I'm Joe. I'm Janet. Bye.